You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. We'll get back to NFL Draft in about 20 minutes, and we still have to give you some thoughts on Utah-Dallas tonight in Game 5 of the Western Conference first-round series. Luca and the Mavs back at home. But right now, let's hit the baseball slate. Thoughts for the, the weekend, big-picture stuff, and tonight's card. And don't forget, Beat the Streak, a free-to-play MLB fantasy game that lives online and with a standalone app. The goal is to establish a virtual hitting streak longer Joe DiMaggio's 56-game record. Players choose one or two hitters each day, and if the user goes 57 days in a row with their selected players registering a hit, they win $5.6 million. Since its inception in 01, no one has won. And don't forget, listen to Beat the Streak, the podcast, hosted by 670 The Scores, Matt Spiegel, breaks down and brings context to each day's leaderboard and tells the story of hitting in MLB through the lens of player streaks. Matt will break down the headlines and offer big picks for that day and special guest appearance. All right, let's get to the baseball. Um, we got a good slate for today. Joe, do we get a statement though on your Phillies or Angel uh, Hernandez? I mean, we can, let, let's put today's week card to the side for a minute. There was a lot going on with baseball over the a weekend. Lot. And let, let's start with Sunday night baseball. I, I watched nearly that entire game, and I understand the issues that Angel Hernandez presents, not just in a primetime game. It was the full-on ump show. Joe West is not here, and Angel Hernandez is like, I need to take Joe West and bring everything that I'm here for every few days when I'm behind the plate. It was bad. How, However, it just got to a point where the players, everyone watching – I don't remember seeing national broadcasts ripping into umpires that quickly. Yeah, like, You see it from local all the time, but national on ESPN. And then if you watch SportsCenter right after, they were talking like it was a joke. You couldn't tell what was going to be called. They're interviewing McCutcheon right after the game. And they're just flat out following up on it again and again. That was the only thing anybody was talking about when it came to that game. He, uh, for some of the sites and Twitter accounts that track this stuff. He missed 19 calls last night, 19. It was bad, but it also was so bad at some points that anything even close people assumed he was wrong on, which mm-hmm. was not true. Like we've got the, the, uh, you know, not the, there's the data. And then there's also the high tech stuff that's in the corner of the TV. I'm like, wait, that was a strike. The data is showing us it was a strike and people are still going nuts about it. So it just, it was bad, and there was one on Segura that it was oh, the, the inside one, the one that was inside. So that was that missed by more than any other pitch all year. It was measured at uh, off the plate by six point four seven inches. Did you see like, the catcher's reaction? The catcher's reaction was like, <laughs> "Are you how, kidding?" How about Hater's reaction? It was a call. Yeah, he turned around. He turned around from home plate. He started laughing. It was ridiculous. But the Phillies also have to learn how to hit. Like they they could not hit last night, and that's what this team's built on. And it worked on both sides. I mean, Aaron Nola pitched well last night. It was his best start of the year. But he was getting favorable calls. He was getting ahead in the count a little bit. I mean, it's worked both sides. Right, right. Uh, But yeah, so the Nola part was frustrating because that's one of the reasons I took them in Survivor. I'm like, okay, they're they're not going to face the top of the rotation in Milwaukee. They should win this series, but they end up losing the series, losing back-to-back series 
Yeah, Philly suck. What do you want from me? Um, Whoever <laughs> Hoskins, my God, can this oh. guy come through ever, ever? No, the guy hasn't got a big hit in his life. It just uh, drives me crazy. Yeah, oh, okay, are- okay. One other thing on last night. One more thing. Hey, and I've and I've talked about this. I've said this is a good thing. Promote your product, all that stuff. Harper. There's, there's also a thing called too much. Bryce Harper's not very interesting, so I don't need him mic'd up for nine innings. <laughs> like and a few innings, cool, but the whole game it became annoying as a viewer. You know, at one point, I forgot David Cohn was even there. I like David Cohn. Yeah. Because there's Ravage asking Bryce Harper questions. It was a lot. I, I agree. It, it, was it was a lot. Yeah. And because he's hurt and he's DHing, he's got the elbow issue, right? He's not in the field. He's not He's not interact. Like Freddie Freeman, right? First baseman. You get the interaction between him and the guy on first base. It's something different. Joey Votto did that first game of the year. Bryce Harper in the dugout. Saying, I don't know. I don't want robot umps. Like, okay, wrap it up, guys. We need a producer back there. Get him, get him off. Promote your get superstars, but promote someone interesting. Or let's limit it a little bit. Not all yeah. night. And you could tell halfway through, Harper's like, why did I sign up to do this? Right? Oh, yeah. He was done. <laughs> he, he was as done with Carl Ravitch as, as I usually have. All right. Um, one more thing for the weekend that that I just I thought would be interesting to bring up. Then we can talk about today's games. Joe, you're closer to that than I am. The White Sox were among the heaviest favorites to win a division in baseball. They still are a heavy favorite. They're minus 210 to win the Central. Minnesota mm-hmm. plus 420. Guardians plus 850. Detroit 11 to 1. Royals 30 to 1. Is there a reason to worry? Is this, an, I mean, they got a lot of injuries right now. If I had to say right now without, without betting on, I would say the White Sox will still find a way to win the Central. Yeah. But I don't know if they're going to run away with this thing by 10 games the way we thought. I think we talked about that before the year started, that all of these other teams got better, even though they're a significant favorite and they should have been, they still should be. And and they are the lowest number that I could find is minus 180. Most books have them at minus 200. And guess what? When the season started, they're minus 200. So even though the three games below 500, not that much of a change. They've now lost seven straight, got swept by Cleveland, got swept by Minnesota all on the road, and uh, it looks like good timing because Kansas City's coming here. I uh, <laughs> I did consider for a moment, like, oh, Kansas City Royals? Should I consider the White Sox in Survivor? And then it was like, oh, no. Keiko's going to pitch twice this week, Ooh. going up to Sunday. Keiko twice, Velasquez once. Yeah, I'll wait until the, the pitching rotation gets healthier. I, I would not be concerned about winning the division if I'm a White Sox fan. But as we figured, it's going to be much more challenging than people expect. So you could look at this one of two ways. Is this a time to buy in the White Sox because they're going to fly moving forward? I would say no. I I would look at buying at one of those other teams because this could be your last chance before those odds start to shorten. So the thinking is, do you want to go Twins or do you want to go Guardians? I, I would look, I would take a look at the Guardians if you're going to go elsewhere, if you think that the White Sox are not going to win this division. And they are the third favorite. The best number I see is plus 850. That seems pretty good with how that team is hitting. Good pitching, too. Good, good arms. Terry Francona in the dugout. I think that is an interesting one. Um, okay. Let's go to tonight's games. We've got a smaller slate today. Anything sure. stand out there? I mean, we, we open with the Phillies. I think today is a, a pretty good spot for the Phillies at home against the Rockies. The Rockies always not as good on the road as they are at home. Gibson on the mound against Freeland. Phillies have a lot of history against Freeland and good history. Segura. 
uh, specifically has crushed them. I I think for the first time tonight is a good spot for the Phillies to start hitting a little bit. That that's the first look I had on on tonight's games. I, I would look at the Phillies to to actually put up some runs tonight, which they just have not done enough of. I mean, it's amazing that offense is built to hit, and they're either middle of the pack or worse in in all the stats. They you know it, I mean run score. Let's just go there. I mean they do they need to score. The total in the game is nine tonight. I would look at the Phillies team total. I, I think tonight is a night the Phillies score some runs. Um, it's at five for their team total. That seems a little high, but I, I like the Phillies tonight. All right. Uh, this note is a little big picture on what we're seeing in baseball right now, but uh, it, it points to the first game that that I was taking a look at. Unders. Uh, they leveled off over the weekend, but I, I, I knew some overs would hit on Saturday when everybody on Saturday morning in sports betting Twitter was talking about betting MLB unders because on Friday they went 12 and 2. We had another wow. one of those days, 12 and 2 with one push. They are 61% on the year, 133 unders. 87 overs and then like it balanced out over on Saturday and Sunday. I was taking a look, but the better in me was like, Oh man, that means we should bet some overs. Did I No, but that was the day the Cubs scored 21 runs. Yes. The only game they won in that four game series against the Pittsburgh pirates. And I bring up totals because the under that I was taking a look at is the Mets and the Cardinals. You have, uh, Scherzer, who has great history against anybody, but certainly against St. Louis, they're only hitting what 187 mm-hmm. against him, a fairly large sample size, 134 ABs. And then Michael has done really well against the Mets lineup. He has not given up a home run against them. So I was I was considering taking uh taking the under there. You know, and it's it's one game, and I know a lot of people are saying the ball is dying going to the track. We're also not seeing a lot of balls that are hit to the track. What do we have? One or two last night, Joe? The humidor. I, I, it's a big yes. thing. Aaron, the ball's yes. just not flying out. Unders, Joe mentioned, home runs are down. I mean, it's funny. The year we decided to do this home run leaderboard prop, no one's hitting home runs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I'm losing in this competition. <laughs> Takes, one. Takes one day. Uh, but, but yeah – I don't think we've seen an adjustment in the prices, though, either, which I was thinking the same thing, Joe. Like, should we be betting these? Should we be? Well, I mean, a lot of unders like in the Dodgers Diamondbacks game, the under is under nine is minus 122. So it seems like people must be betting these unders. The only under that's plus money is your idea. The Rockies Phillies under eight and a half is plus money plus 100. Yeah, it's it really because I also see eight out there and a little juiced on the under yeah i'm seeing the plus one i'm, I'm seeing either on fanduel yep yeah eight and a half um that's a good look joe i like the mets cardinals thought the, the other one that stood out to me is the dodgers have some and merrill kelly's been pretty good but the dodgers yeah. have some big numbers if you look at their numbers against merrill e- kelly e- yep <laughs> some of the hitters in their lineup just completely crushed this guy will smith um a 545 batting average a home run bellinger who might be back. Bellinger's starting to hit the ball again. Yeah. He has two home runs and a 357 average. Max Muncy, 444 in a home run. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got some hitters that have hit him. Walker Bueller on the mound. That's an interesting one. And Bueller's been great against them too. So yes. are you telling team total or are you telling me run line? That's, I think, where the debate lies. Yep. Uh, speaking of run line, it finally died yesterday. Yesterday was the day, right? The Reds won. 
Yeah, was it 10? It got to 10, I think. I think 10 so. or 11. Um, uh, unfortunately, they're not playing today. I'm going right back on it tomorrow. I don't care. Yeah, you have to. Fade the Reds it, all year. Yeah, well, until they, they prove me proved me wrong but um yeah you knew it was going to happen at some point but i wonder uh we'll talk about it tomorrow oh man so this dodgers so did you say run line or team total on dodgers because it all makes sense i was looking at the same stuff yeah i was thinking run line minus one and a half okay i was gonna Uh, do a two-leg parlay with uh first uh half dodgers money line and then take corbin burns and the brewers first half money line for plus 169 Probably a bullpen game for the Giants. And the Giants haven't had a day off. This is this was supposed to be a day off. You know, this was supposed to be a day off for both of these teams today. But because mm-hmm. of the the missed week, they snuck this game in here to make up one of those games. So, like, they're both gassed, these two teams, right? The, the Brewers coming off Sunday night baseball, flying home. Giants, 10 games in a row here. I, I think that makes sense, Aaron. The Brewers early with Burns. Yeah. Could be a low-scoring game. The, uh, the team total for the Dodgers is five and a half, by the way. It's used to the under. It's to the under. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Uh, you know, Kelly's and, pitched well this year. Like just this, this year, Mel Kelly's probably one of the, been more of the underrated pitchers. But the history against it, the Dodgers feels like a lot asking for six runs right now. The way the game's being played, it does. It does. Yeah. So run line, I would not have a problem with at all. Yeah, I agree with that. If there's a game for runs tonight, maybe. Maybe Red Sox Blue Jays in Toronto. Blue Jays coming off a good series over against Houston. It's uh it's Evaldi Barrios. Yeah. So no some of those Red Sox won't be there. Right? This is the first time they go to go to Toronto. How many uh, position players though? I don't know. Tanner Houck, the pitcher, we know about him. He said it out loud. Chris right? Chris but he's not really right, part right, of things right, yet. Right. Um, but I I don't know about position players though. I guess we'll find out when <laughs> When, when well, they make roster moves, right? Um, mm-hmm. Did you do you have an opinion on NL Central? Would you go anywhere else, or do you think the White it's going to be the White Sox running away? Anyways, I don't think they, I don't know if they're going to run away. I'm worried about their pitching depth. Doesn't it feel like they don't have enough to run away? Well, yeah, I mean, look who's in it right now, and you have a. I don't want to say it. The manager doesn't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> Uh, I saw a lot of Chicago people screaming, but what was it? The walk? They should. He didn't walk someone. To, he, he faced Buxton, right? Because he didn't want to face Luis Arez. He's actively hurting the team is what he's – like usually managers, okay, you have some good games, you have some bad games, and we just right. scream about the bad moments. He's hurting them every day, including, st- you know, still. I think he moved up Lurie at one point this weekend. The worst hitter in the lineup. Got to be in that top three. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Uh, would you pick another team in that division, or you think they're fine? Uh, Aloy is straight up; he's injury prone, man. And I, I'm, I believe that more in baseball than say in football, because we've seen football. Some football players end yeah. up going having a long career without getting hurt. I would say Guardians if I had to pick someone. That's it's a pretty good value on the Guardians, and Agreed. they've never had a losing season with Francona. I, I mean, they they win. I mean, they win. I mean, that's what the, that's what the Guardians do. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks. We'll dive back into the NFL draft, and we will look at Utah and Dallas tonight, Game Five of the Western Conference first round. Next on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.